0: Back in 2019, on December 31st, as the world prepared to usher in a new year, China confirmed and notified the World Health Organization of a pneumonia-like virus outbreak. The city of Wuhan's healthcare system was under immense pressure. Authorities imposed lockdown. Three months later, that virus, now known as COVID-19, had spread into a global pandemic. The first year of the international health crisis was characterized with the unknown and scientific advancements in learning the virus. Vaccine production went full steam ahead, and by December 2020, the first vaccine was rolled out in the United States. 2021 was supposed to be a hopeful year, one when the vaccines would be equitably distributed across the world through multilateral commitments. The rich subsidizing the poor, but that wasn't the case. Vaccine apartheid saw rich countries reneging on their agreements to share doses with low-income nations, a frustration for the WHO. Director-General Dr Tedros Ghebreyesus.
1: 2021 has been a painful year for many of us, but we cannot allow it to be a wasted year. As we approach a new year, we must all learn the painful lessons this year taught us. 2022 must be the end of the COVID-19 pandemic, but it must also be the beginning of something else, a new era of solidarity. We must leave 2021 behind with sorrow and look forward to 2022 in hope.
0: As it stands, Africa still has only vaccinated about 10% of its adult population, while North America and Europe have begun administering booster shots. Gabriasis blames the failure to reach target on vaccine apartheid, which saw low-income countries being denied vaccine for several months.
1: 92 member states out of 194 missed the 40% target. This is due to a combination of limited supply going to low-income countries for most of the year, and then subsequent vaccines arriving close to expiry and without key parts like the syringes. 40% was doable. It's not only a moral shame, it costs lives and provided the virus with opportunities to circulate, uncheck and mutate.
0: Director for Emergencies Dr Mike Ryan says it's been disappointing to watch.
1: What we've
2: lacked is that collective will across countries and between countries to be really comprehensive and sustainable in the strategies. And I believe that populations and communities have become confused by all of the changing uh, guidance um, and uh, we've also had huge issues of trust. Um, Notwithstanding everything that Maria said about vaccine inequity, which is probably the most um, horrific injustice of 2021, I hope and I pray that that can be improved in, in 2022.
0: Gabriels has challenged world leaders from rich nations to abandon vaccine nationalism in order to bring the end of the pandemic closer. He's calling on them to honor their pledges of donating COVID-19 doses to low-income nations who are struggling to get adequate vaccine coverage. The WHO chief says if immunization is normalized and made accessible to all, the world may just be able to better manage the virus.
1: This is the time to rise above short-term nationalism and protect populations and economies against future variants by ending global vaccine inequity. I want governments, industry, and civil society to work with us on a campaign that targets 70% vaccine coverage in every country by the start of July. I also want to ensure COVID-19 care pathways with new treatments are available in every single country.
0: The Director-General has also discouraged the administration of booster shots until vaccine equity has been achieved across all nations.
1: SAGE concluded that the focus of immunization must remain on decreasing deaths and severe disease, and expressed concern that blanket booster programs will exacerbate vaccine inequity. About 20% of all vaccine doses administered every day are currently being given as boosters or additional dose. Blanket booster programs are likely to prolong the pandemic rather than ending it by diverting supply to countries that already have high levels of vaccination coverage, giving the virus more opportunity to spread and mutate.
0: And as the virus continues to mutate into new strains, there's increasing concern on the efficacy of existing vaccines. WHO says it's still early to declare any COVID-19 vaccines ineffective against the latest variant, Omicron. It says a technical team is monitoring the situation and tracking vaccine efficacy against all new developments. Data shows that the unvaccinated are suffering with more severe symptoms than those who opted to take the jab. Omicron has been found to be the most transmissible variant identified. Chief Scientific Officer Sumya Swaminathan says, says they'll be studying the data before making any announcements against vaccines. TAG-COVAC has been meeting regularly to develop the criteria for when a vaccine strain change may be needed. And if so, what should be that strain? What should be that consensus sequence? Because, you know, even within Omicron, you have a number of different uh, sequences of all of thousands of sequences being uploaded. So the committee has to select the consensus specific sequence that manufacturers would need to use if there is indeed a need to switch vaccines and that would happen if the current lot of vaccines are not providing enough protection. The health body has warned that COVID-19 is unlikely to completely go away. It says, however, that the acute phase of the pandemic, which is categorized by deaths and severe illness, can be beaten by the end of 2022. Ryan says science has given us enough tools to end the global pandemic and create safe communities again. He believes that COVID-19 can get to a stage where smaller outbreaks are manageable, like SARS and the avian flu.
2: We'll probably settle down into a pattern of transmission low level causing occasional outbreaks in under-vaccinated populations. And we hope that that is the, the end game here. But uh, we're certainly not there yet. This is going to be a bumpy road on the way to uh, low levels of COVID. But by getting the vaccine equity equation right, by continuing to protect the most vulnerable in our countries, we can bring the acute phase of the pandemic, the phase of death and hospitalisation to an end.